You're listening to The Pete and Sebastian Show on the Riotcast Network, riotcast.com. This is The Pete and Sebastian Show with Pete Corielli and Sebastian Maniscalco. Jimmy from Boston. Look, I need to address Biscuit's situation. I mean, here, after all these years, I always thought of this guy as an old-fashioned gentleman and that he and Lana had one of those old-school classic-style relationships. And then I find out this kid won't fill up the air in his pregnant wife's car tires? Because get this shit. He didn't want to break a nail just after getting a manicure. And that's when it hit me. He isn't in one of those throwback relationships at all. This guy is one half of a progressive, modern-day lesbian couple. And the craziest thing is, the fucking guy still voted for Trump. I mean, only you, Bisque. Only you, kid. Later. Sebastian show we're back I've I in all the years we've done the show I've never seen Sebastian literally hook up and go let's get right into it as as seemingly purposefully as you want to right now bro so I'm, I'm passing it over was it just you wanted a quick startup or is there uh you seem annoyed uh, I mean I don't want to bore the listeners with the day that I've been having today uh, <laughs> it's just <laughs> one of those uh, let's just be very transparent here. Let's do it. Um, I'm fat. Oh my god! Oh my god, bro! This is fucking crazy. I got a pad. I've never been more prepared to do the show in the past five shows than I am today. I'm not tired. I'm ready to go. I was making a list. And the number one thing I have on my list, Jackie's coming tomorrow. I told her I'm in shape. I'm grabbing my belly in the goddamn bathroom going, I'm fucking fat. And I literally have a note going, does he know how to drop five pounds in 24 hours? Holy shit, bro. I'm fat. I got the, I got the, when I wear pants now, oh my God, when I take the pants off, there's a imprint uh, around yeah. my waist of the, the, the pant imprint. Oh my god, bro. I'm crying. <laughs> what do you got? What do you got? Talk to me. I can't believe we're going through this at the same time. Well, here, I'm going to throw an excuse at you, and I don't know if you dealt with this when uh, Jackie was pregnant, but Lana eats, I eat. Lana sleeps, I sleep. It's just we got the same pattern. I mean, she's eating ice cream at night. I'm having a scoop. 
uh, you know, snacking. Uh, it, it's yeah. just been yeah. a, a feeding frenzy over here. And I got on the scale yesterday, and I'd say within the last five weeks, I put on 10 pounds, and um, it's totally crippled my mood. I, I don't know what I'm going through over here, but I had one of these days where, and you probably haven't had this in a while because you've been busy during the day and, and kind of have your mind preoccupied with work, but you ever hit in these days where you got a lot of time on your hands and your just head goes and you just can't get into any type of rhythm? And I've been in this funk for the last, I'd say, three or four days, but I can't seem to get out of it, man. Well, I mean, you look, there's also something to be said. You're doing stand-up all over the country, all over the world, rocking and rolling, and like a, like a Neil Diamond song to a Neil Young song, man, you're just... You're most alive on the stage, bro. I think so, man. You get me off the stage, I turn into a uh, a mope. So well, well, normally your wife would be with you and you'd be having a ball, but right now you're very isolated in the sense that your wife doesn't have time to do a lot of the fun things she might have wanted to do with you because she's obviously uh, rock and rolling here with child. But um, this all we went back to an earlier episode, bro. She doesn't have time to police your food intake right now. You're, you're running solo, and you got the, mm -hmm. you got the, you know, discipline of a grizzly. I know. <laughs> I, know. I don't have anybody uh, slapping my hand away from the no. uh, the no, cupboard. And the, and the salmon are jumping right into your mouth, man. Oh man, what what's your excuse? Docile, man. Docile. I get up in the morning. I hit the gym. Once I get to work, man, I literally, if I, moss grows on my ass. <laughs> <laughs> Just till 10 o'clock at night. I've, I've sat in that chair so long, spider webs have started to, 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 to build under the kneecap, man. But, you know, and then I, which I have for a note for a later time because I want to stay focused on your thing, but throughout the back recently and I want to get into that in a minute which set me back a week worth of training uh, but that's down the line I want to stay focused on you does Lana notice the weight gain in you or does it matter she's just so zoned in on the pregnancy she doesn't have any time for your vanity Although does she sounds... notice you know that super moon the other night I blocked it from coming into the house <laughs> <laughs> I will be here a whole week folks Tell your friends. <laughs> Bro, hilarious, man. Yeah, man. It's, it's the fat. It's the type of fat you notice when you're working out. Like, uh, I went for a run the other day, and I'm running, and I'm like, God, is that my ass? You know, like, sometimes I get so heavy, I can feel the, the ass, the buns move up and down and up and down, and... It's, it's, I got to get out of this because I could see me slipping far, further and further yeah. into it and I got to come out, man. Yeah, well, that's my thing too. You don't want to get to the point of no return, which I don't think, that's not our mentality. We never would. Our wives would never let us get there. But it's interesting because I don't have an ass situation for me. It just goes right in the belly. And like what really breaks my heart, man, like just breaks my heart is at night when I'm in my boxers in the bathroom and like I bend over like the brush or something. Oh, yeah. And, and like I, I could not even have to look. You know when you can feel the fold? Like I can feel the fold. Like I know. And then I take my fingers and I put it under there and I push it up and you grab it and you're like, oh, God, that's, 
That's at least two months of solid, <laughs> solid training. And when am I going to get the time? When am I going to get the time? I hear you, man. I hear you. And uh, it's disappointing. And God bless Lana. I mean, she's just like, hey, you know, it's part of life, whatnot. But I went to the gym before this show. And it was one of those days where you ever go to the gym and I'm sitting there stretching out and I'm looking at everybody and I did about seven and a half minutes of stretching. I picked it up and I took a walk. I left. You ever leave the gym without working out? That's awful. I've gone in. You ever do this move? You go in. You, as I'm going to the bathroom in the locker room, you just have that moment while you pee, and you're like, "Fucking out of here!" Because <laughs> <laughs> there's nobody to stop you. You look right back at that lady in the front. She's like, "Did he come here just to piss?" Yes, I did. <laughs> That's it. That is the beauty of working out. You can <sighs> shut it down at any time, man. <laughs> do you think the people at the desk? actually look at the people that come in and then walk back out and comment on, oh, man, he left again? Or do you think they even notice? Oh, I think they absolutely comment. I think they, you know, I mean, they, they, I think they have to. It's human nature. Those people that come in and you look at them and you're like, what are you? Don't even waste your time, you know? <laughs> I mean, this was eye-opening to me. The first gym I ever really started working out at was a place called Synergy on the Upper East Side. A guy named Steve wore a gold chi- uh watch and he ran the place owned the place italian guy he was real cool to me and uh jackie but um i was talking to him about memberships and stuff and and i goes like so how do you guys like just maintain based on everyone who comes in here you know when you get new equipment he goes bro here's the deal the entire gym industry is based it the model is based on that the fact that 90 percent of people that join a gym stop going after three months 90 percent, right so i go so what would happen if everybody who had a gym membership at your gym came on the same saturday he goes oh it would be fucking lines around the door riding and he goes but here's the deal guy here's the deal guy here's the deal that'll never happen God. It's fascinating, man. So, uh, but you and I, like, it's just not in our nature to, to get to that point. But, man, in between, before we get back into shape, I, I definitely feel like less of a man. Oh, absolutely. And I'm looking straight at the holidays that start next week. And the way I eat, I mean, I eat like a shark, man. And when it's Thanksgiving, Christmas time, Normally, I got to lose 10 pounds before the holidays start so I have some type of padding. I'm well into January already over here. Because you are a disgusting fat body, Private Pile! Sir, yes, sir! Oh, boy. Oh, man. Yeah, I don't, I don't think... I think when you're going to finally get it back is... Really, really back is when you look in your child's eyes and, like, a bell rings like Rocky and your wife is holding the child in her arms like Adrian going, well, what are we waiting for? <laughs> slap it on. Slap on some sneakers, fat man. Slap on some J.J. Watt. By the way, Jackie Warm and loved him. We got to get into that. I got still got to get that. She's putting together the actual verbal report. But what a fantastic sneaker it is. I don't know, though. Um, what's your take? Do you like the white? <laughs> I'm, tri- I'm, I'm, I'm not a typically a white. Yeah, not typically a white guy in the sneaker. Yeah, uh, normally yeah. like a black, silver, and white. Not all white, but yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. A little bit of a nurse look. Dare I say? <laughs> I, I mean, 
hey, look, we just, I mean, Jackie's loving the sneaker itself, but I'm, I'm just wondering what, what I, what, everything made that you could wear on any part of your body should always also come in black, man. Eh, I don't even know if they come in black. Is, is there, is there one that comes in black? Well, I certainly didn't, no, 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 I don't know. Listen, I'm beyond grateful, but, um, just beyond grateful, but I was just wondering if it did come in another color, because, uh. You know, Jackie comes walking into the gym with those. You're like, whoa, somebody's here to work out. <laughs> but, uh, man. Well, well, we'll tell Reebok and J.J. Watt to start producing multicolored shoes just for the Coriolis and for Fredonia. <laughs> now, see, now, you, now that's an edit. That's what I'm saying. If, <laughs> this is what's going to happen when we're live. This is the exact problem. What? Is that, that's, it, come on. I'm not, here's what we're going to do. We I'm, all know it's comedy over here. No, By the way, there's another thing. I got a sidebar. Yeah. I had a guy, I mm-hmm. think he listens to the cast, but yeah. I do a joke about uh, green light bulbs not being uh, bright enough to see anything. Yeah. And I did it on my last special um, that people brag about how they're saving the world and they're being energy conscious and uh, they bought green light bulbs. It's 39% off their electricity bill. But I go, yeah, you're dim. I can't see nothing. This guy got offended and he sent me... Uh, I don't know, 30 light bulbs from his company that's uh, energy saving. And he's like, I'm offended that you said that the green bulbs don't work. Try these out. Okay, fair that's, enough. I got uh, free light bulbs for making fun of uh, light bulbs. Whoa, 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 whoa. No, this is a process. I mean, there's an honesty thing going on here. Do you got them in front of you? Can we do a plug-in? Because... I mean, if he's just exchanging dim light bulbs for more dim light bulbs, I, I respect... And again, we're doing a sidebar on a sidebar, but we got to get into the whole that women are outraged with us, bro. But before we even go down that road, um, we had a tree lighting when I lived in New York City in the park right by us. Jackie yeah. and I got a perfect spot. We got the apple cider. We had the dog with us that was still on the planets. Remember Ruby, early shows. So excited that they light up the tree. It's like basically like what you're saying, but it's the light blue, same thing, energy saver. Oh, yeah. And you and you literally like, just what? Why are we even here at all then? Why? If, why are yeah. we even here at all? If we're either in and we're doing this and we're going to burn the bulbs, or don't do it at all because this is this is ridiculous. We're looking at we're looking at a tree. We could be standing in the forest. So this isn't about offending anybody. It's either say, hey, we're not doing tree lightings anymore because it's energy, blah blah blah. Or fire them up, man. But there's no fucking in between. These dull bulbs are a joke. I'm with you on that, man. Yeah, dull bulbs. And uh, I got this guy's bulbs right here. I don't know. If, do we, should we mention the uh, the company? Well, I mean, we should mention it either way. And we appreciate the bulb. But if you fire it up and that thing is bright as can be, then I take back everything I said. And that's why we need men like this. This is an entrepreneur. He heard you and mailed them. Can we do a plug-in? Yeah, uh, the bulbs are Cree, C-R-E-E. I haven't tried them yet. I, uh, I have them right in front of me. Uh, and I'll try them out. I mean, the guy was gracious enough to stuff a box full of about 30 different light bulbs. And I think I owe him a, uh, a test run. And uh, I'll have a report back next week whether or not these things are uh, uh, bright enough to read a book. And uh, we'll, see. we'll see what happens. But I got to give the guy credit. Now, that was the sidebar, which leads us back to the Watt sneakers. And honestly, I'm going to be honest as can. 
I would edit out everything I said, but I'm only keeping it in to make a point because I'm embarrassed because Watt went beyond and out of his way and did this incredibly gracious thing to send Jackie some sneakers. And uh, she does love him. And I have the audacity to make a comment about them only coming in white. Like, that's not cool, right? So once we go live, I yeah. say something like that. I get sensitive. You do too. You don't admit it. So the next 30 minutes in my head, I'm going to be going, oh, man, Watt's going to never want to talk to me again. I can't believe I said that. And the next 30 minutes, you're going to be not realizing it, but you're going to be flying alone because my head's going to be somewhere <laughs> else. And you're going to do the same thing, bro. And you might do it more than me because I've at least done the live radio before. So we got to, I don't know. I mean, can we have like a button that we say to Lou, Lou! And he just hits a button and, and it erases the last 30 seconds. Like if oh, we could... Wait a minute. Would you rather have me not say anything in regards to the Watt sneakers and just go, yeah, 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 and then have you, you know, dig your own grave? Or would you rather have me and vice versa almost be a check to you going, hey, guy sent you sneakers, now you want multicolor? Uh, if I leave that alone, that stays, right? And you don't right. know sometimes maybe if it's taken in the wrong way. If we can do a 30-second backup. Uh, what I'm saying is if I don't tell you, yeah. if we're live and I don't right. tell you anything on the Watt sneaker right. and it just goes, you don't know maybe that that might have came off as being ungrateful. But me oh, saying that. right. I go right. And then you could go, oh, no, 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 I'm not saying that. I'm saying this. So we need that back and forth. To kind yes. of, you know, erase each other out. Well, you're right. That's the dance we do. You're absolutely right. And then you got to add to that the fact that Watt knows what, 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 you know, we know him and we're doing a comedy show and it's all fun. So you add that to the mix and, and we should yeah. be able to slide and dance. Now, and that leads me, bro, you just oh, make a great nice. point. No, I know. I, I think I know where you're going to go. With this. Yeah, I, I just want to say some emails were sent and some tweets were sent by women specifically uh, with regard to, and we're not going political right now, but with regard to our behavior after a Trump win, which uh, regardless of who you voted for, I want to go on record, and I know Sebastian feels the same way. Maybe. I don't know if you do, but I think you do. I apologize for being flippant. I, I, I didn't maybe take enough time to assess how many people were still feeling uh, upset about everything. So maybe I was a little irresponsible when how I felt about other people and how they felt. So for that, I apologize. What are you apologizing for? What the hell did you say? Nothing. I'm just backing up my <laughs> acting performance in last week's podcast with a new acting performance in Act 2. Come on, bro. What the... What are these people getting all hopped up about, man? I'm not getting political, but anyway, just come on. It's a comedy show. That's it's the a comedy line. show, people. Everything we do here is under the umbrella of comedy. Trying so to make you laugh. What you might, yeah, try to make you laugh. What you, what Pete says or what I say might not actually be true. Uh, we could be doing it for the sake of comedy. We embellish maybe on the truth a little bit. Sometimes I make stuff up. I mean, uh, I, got, I got an email from some idiot uh, complaining. Uh, I forget what it was, but it, it, 
if you're listening to this show and taking it as a serious newscast, then you're in the wrong place. What we do here, and I shouldn't even have to explain this, but the people out there are so lost that sometimes you need a slap in the face. We're doing this strictly for comedic purpose, and <laughs> whatever comes out of our mouth could be true, it could not be. I mean, same with my comedy. Do you think my father actually killed raccoons in the backyard with salami <laughs> and antifreeze? Wake up, people. It's for effect. And I'm sorry that I even have to explain this on the Pete and Sebastian show. So if you're taking this stuff literally, do me a favor. Shut the damn show off and go listen to something else. <laughs> yeah, get your news somewhere else, yeah. man. Holy shit. Oh, Apologize. bro, well put, well put. So oh. that's where we're at there. Um, I want to get to your backstory because apparently we're living parallel lives. I went to the back doctor yesterday. What's up with yours? Well, I would say about within about 10 days ago, I was really on course to be in perfect, the kind of shape I wanted to be in for when Jackie came, doing squats and some other things. What, what the hell? What, what is this? Ja Jackie's coming. You act like this is like you've never seen her before. Bro, it's like I'm in a Turkish prison. What are you talking about? She's yeah, I know. Doing oh, oh, squats I, oh. and deadlifts. What the hell's going on? Oh, I had a, you know, I go home every other weekend. Then last weekend, I was supposed to go home. And uh, then, then we have a new showrunner um, who uh, is doing a very, very fantastic job. Everything's been really good, man. It really has. I'm not just saying that. But he came in and he said we had to work Friday, uh, Saturday and Sunday. And that was when I was supposed to go home, so I haven't seen Jackie and Sadie in three weeks, man. Oh, wow. So it's like, and they're flying in on Friday for the Thanksgiving. We're going to do all sorts of stuff. So I'm trying to be in tip-top shape. I have the place clean, ready to go. It's like, bro, it's like visitation rights as far as seeing your oh, family. Yeah. yeah. So anyway, I was on set all, already uh, to be in the kind of shape I wanted to be. And then two days ago, I cough. In the morning, with a cup of coffee, I give a cough, and pow, just bang it, locked up. Mm. Now, do you get that? I mean, yeah. I'm like, I can't move, and I'm like, I got to go down and all that shit. So that was my deal. Upper or lower? Oh, always lower, man, always lower half. Right by the way, to, just above where the spine meets the buttocks. Yeah. Uh, mine's upper uh, left scapula, and uh, I get that too. I get out of the bed. I do it. Mine happens more with a sneeze. If I get a big sneeze, I could literally cripple myself for three days. Bro, that's the first time I threw it out. It was a, a year ago. Uh, uh, the last time I was saying was because of a sneeze. This time it was a cough. What's the scapula? The scapula, it's like right underneath the shoulder area. It's almost like a pinched nerve that I get, and I've been getting it for five years, and I think it has to do with the fact that I'm uh, on an airplane and compromised positions, yeah. sleeping in beds, uh, weightlifting, running. I think my body's taken a pounding uh, the yeah, last 43 yeah. years with the type yeah. of activity. And uh, I had to go into the doctor to see if it if it was uh, anything serious. So she took me through a series of tests, you know, pushing and pulling and making sure everything was kind of in place, which it is. And then she had recommended maybe me getting an MRI and I didn't want to do that because I'm kind of claustrophobic. Plus, I don't think it's that serious where I got to go in a tube. So she gave me a prescription to go see a uh, physical therapist to do maybe some exercise to strengthen my back. But that being said, 
Yesterday, before I went to the doctor, Lana took me to a Pilates class, which I have done in the past and really didn't take to it just because my body at this point or that point that I was taking it wasn't really reacting well to it. I would kind of pull a muscle. The, the stretching was a little bit too extreme for my body to take. But in going in yesterday with a new teacher and a, a, a new kind of environment and a new way of, uh, of going about training with the Pilates, I felt it strengthened a lot of things that need strengthening. My really? problem areas are not to get bored with the with what's going on with my body, but my knees, my hips, my back yeah. seem to be uh, tight and rigid. And what this Pilates, from my understanding, is supposed to do is kind of open up those areas, strengthen the core, so your right. body you right. don't you don't slouch over. You know, I'm like right. I, I'm, right. I'm slouching. My body is falling forward rather than kind of being upright and erect. So right. uh, I got to tell you, for those people that haven't tried Pilates, uh, I did it yesterday. I cannot feel the lower half of my body. Uh, very difficult to get in and out of bed today because I'm very sore and I haven't worked those particular muscle groups. But I got to tell you, man, I feel fantastic. And the amount of sweat that came out of me, unprecedented. And I'm not a big class yeah. guy. I don't like going to class and having 10 people there right. because especially when you're the new right. guy, you got to act like you've done it before. But uh, you know what? I sucked it up. I threw myself in and uh, I feel fantastic. Now get out there and be somebody. Wow, I think we have a lot of the same problems. Like, I'm all tight, man. Like, I feel like a perfect example is yesterday. I'm sitting in the writer's room and I dangle my feet over the corner of the table. And every time I bend either ankle, they crack. They keep cracking. Mm. It happens like three or four times. And that guy, John, the, the guy who once survived it, is sitting next to me. And I go, You hear that? And he goes, Good God, is that your ankles? <laughs> oh, man. And I go, yeah. And he goes, Jesus. And I go, I know, bro. I'm like the fucking tin man. You know, <laughs> I just, I need to be oiled. And, like, I'm thinking as I get older, I, I, I say to Jackie, I just need somebody to stretch me for an hour. Just stretch me out because I can't do anything. And is this what Pilates does? Yeah, I mean, it's a series of movements that incorporate definite flexibility in your, uh, in your legs and your... Uh, in your uh, Bro, I just yeah, want to go on record right now. If somebody tuned into us live on Sirius and heard you, they're going to think we're a health fitness channel and, and turn <laughs> totally. it. I mean... Totally. Where's, the, where's the cage? You're going into the, infomercial guy. No, I'm going doing? into serious stuff because we're talking about a serious right, thing right, here, man. Right. I can't, I'm trying to trying to set you up, trying to give. Hey, and we have told the listeners right. way, way four or five years ago. This is not only a comedy uh, show; it's informational. It's uh, it's a tastemaker type of show. So there's there's a lot of things going on here, and I think if we take a ten minute branch off something healthy that we participated in, and we got to go into serious mode, that's so be it. No, 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 I'm down with that. I absolutely am. But, I mean, we've gone down the Pilates path with you before, and I'm ready to go down it with you again, but let's take it slow and walk me through it. Because if I walked into a Pilates class, I think there's a piece of equipment everybody gets. I'm not sure. 
but basically I have no idea what's going on in there. Okay, you walk in. There's machinery there. You get like a, a it's called like a sled. And it's very kind of uh, difficult to explain. You kind of have to see. It's like a flex sort of. Uh, yeah, it's like a bed. All right, all right. It's I like thought a, it's like a those. sled bed. All right. That's the best so, way I so, could describe it. So you know, you get there late, and there's no more of those things. You, do you look? Could you look like a schmuck going? Oh, are you at a machine? No, no, no. You reserve it, so it's not okay. like you just show up to the class. I got my own bed. We got there early. Here's the one thing that you're not going to approve of and probably 90% of the guys uh, that listen to the cast will probably not approve of. Oh you got to wear your own special socks that have like these little... Um, <laughs> I got the ones where it's just a normal sock. It's like an ankle sock and underneath has like these little grippy uh, things uh, like similar rubber? to what you would like find rubber? on a... Gl- like a rubber, like a gription. Yeah. But I noticed as I was looking around, some of the guys are wearing these same socks with the toes cut out. So it looks like Rocky one on your foot. Oh. <laughs> now, if you don't know this or you forget and you show up without your socks... Is there a backup plan? Can you buy them? Can you go barefoot? Is that, is that is you literally have to go home? No, no, you could go barefoot. I don't think they sell them at this particular studio, but you could go barefoot. This is just so you don't slip on the on the bed when you're doing uh, these uh, these exercises. Wow. Okay. So I'm looking around. This guy's got you know his socks and his toes hanging out. Which I, I'm sorry, just the the, the look alone of, of that just doesn't look right on a man, gay or straight. It just doesn't. That doesn't look good. Well, it says you now until Justin Timberlake is caught in a photograph wearing them. <laughs> I might be doing my next special in him if he's got them on. I hear you, though, man. All right. It's, I mean, and you know, guy, come on. Let's be honest. When Who's the first guy to do shit like that, you know? <laughs> I don't know, man. I don't know, but man. And, the, I, and I don't have a problem with that guy. I got a problem with the guy right next to him who doesn't go, what the fuck are you doing? <laughs> That's the guy I got a problem with. <laughs> so you think there should be a guy, as soon as he sees the cutout toes, to stop the first guy from doing it so it doesn't spread like wildfire? Yeah, it's never on the inventor. It's on the eyes of the guy who first saw the invention, man. That's 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 when the disease starts to spread. It's when that guy goes, "Oh, wow! Did you buy those? No, I made them myself." Joey, you're gonna be rich. Good Sullivan Gold's gins, guy. Oh, oh shit! Man. Here we go. And the next thing you know, you got that fucking Kango memo wearing backwards. Remember that thing? <laughs> Oh God, bro! I went through about a three-month phase where I wore one of those, and it was a Kango hat. You know, like the—it's almost like a, a, a taxi cab driver's hat. Oh, man, like right? uh, yeah, Rocky One. No, no, you like know, a newspaper like, deal. Yeah, 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 like a newspaper guy. How you doing, Mac? Like Andy Cap, the oh, old yeah, cartoon. Got it. Yeah, got it. But I'd wear it backwards. Oh wow! Yeah, I did it for like, like three you look months. like a French painter. Oh, yes, I did. Well, I mean, in theory, I just look like a dumb Long Island fucking figure-it-out guy. But, well, how uh, did you lose the hat after three months? Was there someone told you? Normally, it's the woman or your girlfriend that says, lose the hat. Who told oh, you that the hat stinks? Well, Jackie was trying to do a shutdown on it from word go, so basically it took her about 90 days. Um, 
and a problem, and the only thing about it was I happened to be in the middle of the phase when her parents one time, as a little Christmas treat, they came to New York City, and I took them out for this fun, fun night, amazing weekend. You know, I treated them, we had this great weekend, and uh, a lot of photos were taken. Very oh. me- memorable weekend, and the whole time I'm wearing the backwards fucking taxi. Oh, yeah. wow. Yeah. That's and terrible. I, it's like ruining the whole picture weekend. You ever have an outfit like that where you're maybe on vacation oh. and you're you're doing a you know beautiful surroundings, maybe an ocean in the back, you're on a cliff, and you're wearing like an outfit that just literally ruins the entire photo session? Absolutely, bro. Have you ever seen a photo of yourself from the past where you look at it and you go, if I didn't know that guy, I would think that guy's a dick. Oh, totally. Yeah, I have a lot of those, man. That was that was a whole Christmas photo. Yeah, so, so it was the... <laughs> I don't backwards. Where are we going? Where were we? Where were we? Where were we? Where were we? We're, we're talking about the... Before the hat. The hat. What were we talking about? Oh, Man, I, just, I did a, a full branch. Oh, the uh, the Pilates. Oh, yeah. And by the way, when we're live, this is where you go, Lou, where were we? <laughs> <laughs> He's right there. <laughs> oh, by the way, and I know yeah. we're doing a lot of side branches. <laughs> yeah, let's just uh, let's calm everybody's nerves down that listen to the show. We got people that are defecting. Oh, I yeah. don't get serious. Yeah. I live in Portugal. I do this. <laughs> I do that. Uh let me just rest assured that you're going to get the show on serious, but there's going to be a platform where you could get it in the secondary market. So yes. we don't know where that platform is going to be yet, and we don't know where the cast is going to live, but you're going to be able to do the same thing you're doing now. It's just that we're, we're going to serious. And, I, I, and again, I gotta, I, I'm sorry i got to explain this, but we're, we're growing. We're getting more listeners, and we're keeping our core fan base, okay? You're still going to get the show. It's just going to be somewhere else. So relax. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I honestly had to do about a two- or three-day shutdown on, on Twitter. Like, I don't tweet a lot, but just to go look and point mm-hmm. people out and say, Hi, how you doing? Uh, I was just, I couldn't, I was, I mean, people were understandably not in a good mood about it that don't get serious, you know? Like, stuff like... Listening since episode one, it's been a good ride, but yeah. gotta say, I'm gonna miss you guys. And you know, I, I kind of get it. I'm not trying to, like, you know, generate, I, I don't know, man, but like, I spoke with uh, Judy today, too, and like you said, there's a secondary platform. Yeah. Down, just not gonna, look, you're just not gonna get all, take yeah, on things right out of the gate. Yeah, you're not gonna get, and you're not gonna be able to call in. And, and get the full flavor of what's going on live, but come on, man, just relax, just tone it down a little bit. I'm giving, I, I got ten pounds I'm dealing with here extra on my body, and the the least thing I need right now is to get fired up on Twitter about the the show. Yeah, now you got a lot on your plate right now. Because you were hungry. You wipes with child. You relaxing at home. By the way, let me ask you. How are we doing with the house? Are we settled in? Do you feel like you're living in your home yet? Or do you feel like you're still, you know, it's new and still trying to figure out every nook and cranny? Uh, I feel like I'm living in my home. There's a couple things that we need to fix. You know, anytime you do a remodel, you go put a light on in the kitchen and maybe the the living room goes on. So these are like some little tweaks we got to do. Yeah. Uh, they're almost done with the backyard. Uh, we had a party Saturday, by the way. 
we, we had people over, about 10 people over. Um, just to kind of test it out, the, the fight, the UFC fight was, was happening, the first one in New York City. So fired up some people. They came over. And I got to tell you, House played really, really well. And uh, I got to tell you, it's a party house, man. I had the fight going on in the backyard and in the living room. And we also had people in the kitchen. And all three places, and I'm not saying this uh, from my own experience. I'm, uh, I'm taking this from one of the guests at the party. I saw him last night, and he goes, I got to tell you, I felt comfortable in all three separate areas of your home, and that's very, very hard to do. I'm sure you go over to a house, and they, they funnel you into one room that they always use. How many times do you go to the living room, the kitchen, and the backyard, and you feel comfortable in all three? It's a rarity. No, it is a rarity. To have a three-room three flow like that, I mean, yeah, yeah that's... Because most places you do feel a little claustrophobic, man. That's that's nice. I'm looking forward to a party at the Sebastian home. We are looking to throw a party New Year's Eve. And I got to get your take on this because, you know, me, I'm not a big guy. This is, what, what are we doing? We're all over the map, man. No, what are we, what, what are we doing? Your, what do you mean, your what wife doing? is pregnant. Shut it down on New Year's. It should be a crackling fire. Monopoly should be played with the two of you. Maybe a party? I'm, I'm, a, I'm a little. Well, it was either it was either that or Italy. What's wrong with Monopoly with the Maniscalco's? <laughs> Holy shit! You're like, hey, Lana, want to have a party? She's like, I don't know. I mean, I am pregnant. I don't want to throw a party. No problem. We'll just go to Rome. <laughs> <laughs> Holy listen, shit, listen. you are rocking and rolling. You gotta, you gotta admit, you having a child. You know, there's, you know, May first is the due date, so the time we have to spend together. Not like we're n- never gonna do anything, but a party next New Year's Eve might be a little bit more difficult than it is now. Lana's up for it. Yeah, she's not like sitting here ready to pop just yet. Uh, so we wanted to do kind of one last hurrah, either maybe a, uh, maybe a, a little vacation, I don't know, a, a week vacation, or have a party. Now, for New Year's Eve, and I was talking to my buddy, we went out a couple last night to this restaurant, yeah, yeah. and we were talking about it, he's very social, they're a very social couple, and he gave me a number on how many people I should have at the New Year's Eve party. How many people do you think we should invite to a New Year's Eve party? Just give me a, a number. Well, it's thing. It's I, I don't know. I guess you got to have at least 20 to make it a party. Okay. I mean, but the thing is, if after 10, you're just trying to stretch it out and find another 10, you know, because that's what I say with Jackie. Let's have a party at home. And, you know, she's like, who do we invite? And like the first 10 to 12 out of my mouth are like people that matter. I'm like, well, this one, I get about after 12, I just stop petering out. I'm inviting the mechanic and the fucking yeah. dentist. And shit. <laughs> I mean, literally, man. We're gonna. <laughs> so, I mean, how, how hard can you keep going with your fingers? Uh, what number do you get up to where you're out of friends and you're just starting to throw acquaintances out there? Like, what oh. do you got a solid? I told the couple, I go, after you guys, I'm hard-pressed to find anybody to come to the party. (laughs) (laughs) 
<laughs> I mean, you know, <laughs> I just, uh, you guys, what, what's cool about you guys, though, is you guys like to throw parties. That's, you enjoy that. But, uh, you know, it does come a fine line between we do enjoy throwing a party, but uh, maybe we should just open a restaurant. Because <laughs> <laughs> well, this is the problem with the party. Not the problem, but this other couple, they know a lot of cool people. And, you know, people that we've met in the past, so they got a good group that they, that they, uh, they hang with. And when they go to a party, like they were telling us last night, the last party they went to, they played this game where, you know, it just kind of happened organically where they're all sitting around and they did this guess, guess what type of underwear the person's got on. Have you heard of this? No. Uh, okay. So instead of, you know, these parties, there's a lot of times that these people hang in like little groups, you know, that they know and no one intermingles, especially in Los Angeles. You know, people come here to a party and, and they, they hang in their little groups and then they go home. Yeah. This guy and his friends, they kind of like get everybody together and, 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 and do these games, which kind of brings a... I don't know, uh, a type of um, get to know one another. Not that you got to take your pants off. So anyway, long story short, it's like three things you got to guess. You got to color, make it an underwear, and uh, a type. So it's like thong, red, by Victoria's Secret. And then the person goes, ah, oh, it's green. And they, the girl will give you like a little... You know, she'll pull pull her dress up a little. Nothing, nothing provocative. Or the guy will like kind of take his uh, his waistband and then pull his underwear up so you could see what kind of underwear. So it's like trying to guess what underwear. You know, some people don't wear underwear, so it's like a very communal thing. So that's what they did. I've never I'm done any of these games. Don't get I'm me out. wrong. I'm out. I'm out. You're I'm out. out. You're, you're out of the underwear game. You never did that. Or are you no, being honest? I never did that game. Okay. No, I mean, come on, man. What? What do you mean? Come on. What do you mean? Like, my wife's going to show her underwear? The band? Like, it's okay just to show the band? A band. You're not into that? I, I, no, I don't want to have... You are? Come on. You are? I'm not, hey, I'm not saying I am. I'm just saying this was presented to me last night. Did I say... Oh, oh, oh okay. No. Did I, I say not. that I wanted to do this? Not necessarily. I'm getting kind of a an opinion of people that might be at the oh. party that this is a game that someone might play. I mean, I, I, I don't know. It sounds fun. It's not like it sounds like a strip tease. I, 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 that's just not my wheelhouse, man. I, no, All I right, really don't. That's, that's fine. That's fine. That's why. That's why we're having this conversation. We're my gonna put it. Okay. What happens? What, what happens if like uh, my wife's not wearing underwear? Then like, oh, ooh, hey, Jackie's not wearing underwear. And the rest of the night, everybody knows my wife's not wearing underwear. I, 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 yeah, I hear so. your point. I hear your point, man. No, but I mean, I'm just. <sighs> I'm surprised you're not just saying. This is my point, Pete. I blah blah blah. Aren't you on board? Like you, you're like I, saying like maybe it's not your point. You would do that. I'm a guy, and we've talked about this before. At a party, I tend to cook and wait on people just so I don't have to get in these conversations or these games. 
Right. right? I mean, last time you came to my party, I was I was doing everything. I was, I was cooking in the oven. Yeah. I was yeah. I was making sure everybody had a drink. I would pop in, pop out of conversations because I'd have an excuse. Oh God, I gotta get something out of the oven. Excuse me. Boom. I'm out of that. When right, you're not right. doing that, you're stuck in these like groups and you're stuck in these things. Anyway, he oh, was. He oh, was, okay. I'm sorry. I'm with you. And listen, I I hear what you're saying. So you need games for the people to do while you. Maybe, maybe you right. need some games so Absolutely. everybody kind of interacts together. Absolutely. I'm not saying it's the underwear game, but no. it could be something. I, I'm a but fan I, of games. I really am. I'm just saying it's a little provocative. It's a little more bachelor, single people kind of a game. Yeah. But I'm, I'm into games. Games generate, they force people lacking personality yeah. to come forward, man. And it really becomes a lot of fun. The games are underrated. Yeah, the games are underrated, especially uh, in our parties because we've never done it. But Guy brings up a good point. But he suggested 50 people at the party. Uh, well, if, you, if you go 50, I got a great game. But go ahead. What's the game? Well, you well. The game is. It would be hard because you wouldn't know all fifty people, so you have to know everybody. But the game is, if you're around a lot of people, everybody when they get there. I don't know if you can play like it's more of a Fourth of July outdoor kind of. All right, game. just no. This is going to be an outdoor party. Oh, it is. Okay, so here's the. Oh, well, this is interesting. Everybody gets there. The game starts where everybody gets a little mini water pistol. Okay. Yeah. And then they all reach into a hat and they pull out a name. Uh-huh. And every, every single person at that party's name is on that hat, in that hat. So now you have your water pistol and you have a name. Now, as that party goes on, that's your target. You got to go hit that person. And you want to try and be alone. I mean, the idea is to be discreet. You don't run up and hit him in the head. In truth, the way the game works is you can't shoot that person until you're alone with them. That might be a little hard in the course of one night, but you do have three rooms and people are outside. So maybe it could work. Point is, you still with me? Yeah, I'm just trying to figure out why you have to know everybody at the party isn't some of the fun maybe talking to people and going oh who's your husband oh frank okay 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 frank's the guy i got a nail that's an angle i never thought of and you just made this game (laughs) really you brought it to another level bro you're absolutely right maybe because you and lana the way you are you could put on every name the face of the person with the name, you could even laminate them the way you people roll. So there's 50 <laughs> laminated cards. That's your hit card. Now, are you ready for the rest of this? Yeah. So when you get that person alone, you shoot them. You could be online at the bathroom. They could go and you could be, ch- I could have you and we're chatting and you're going into the bathroom before me and you go, yeah, nice meeting you. And as you go into the bathroom, I push in with you. You're like, what the fuck is this guy? Boom, I shoot you with my water pistol in the face, right? Because you were my yeah. hit. Then you give me whoever your target was, and that's my next assignment. <laughs> you understand? So, so you're out, and now your target is now my next target. And the, and the way it ends is when you kill somebody and you go, who do you got? And they go, I had you. How did I just won, motherfucker? Bro. 
I should be a party planner. I should oh, be a party planner. What do you think? Yeah, that is a good... So, I just find it hard. Let's say if I'm talking to you at the party and I got you. Yeah. And me and you are doing like like a... You know, we're by the bar and Lana and Jackie are, let's say, six feet away from us. Does right. that count as me and you being alone? Well, yeah, I guess. I mean, look, here's the cheat. When we did it, my family, I, I, I'm sure we didn't invent it. Someone must have been told about it. But I was a kid, and we were in Cape Cod, and we had two houses side by side for a weekend, Friday till Sunday. And we all had a family member. And you had the course of a weekend, and hopefully by Sunday we'd have a winner. So, and, and, and you know, you didn't, you, you just enjoyed the vacation and hung out. You didn't actually play the game for a week. You weren't like, hey, come over here. Mm-hmm. You just, if you happen to, oh, hey, that's my target, and uh, we're actually making sandwiches. No one else is around. So you go, oh, you're right, Aunt Deb. That's so funny. And then you pull out your gun, and I shoot it right in the face. And you just both start cracking the fuck up. <laughs> and, and, you know? And she's like, I don't know. I, you know, I did, you know? And then, uh, and so you had a lot more time. But in your party, if it's like four hours or three hours, it might be a little weird. It might just be everybody running around trying to pull each other aside so they can shoot them in the yeah, head. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. In, yeah. in that case, people go, hey, oh, nice to meet you. Thanks for having me at the party. And I'm at the door going, here's your pistol and here's your target. That was a good time. What? Uh, bro, I will say this. If you handed me a pistol and a target when I walked in, I, if, I, if I looked at my wife and I didn't know you that well and I'm like, Party goes till one. We're leaving at eleven thirty, and then you go. Here's your pistol and your target. I look at my wife. Go. We're staying for one. We are. <laughs> I mean, come on. You know. Oh, <laughs> uh, that just puts another element into the thing. But you're right. If I got a target and I'm sitting there in a conversation, a group of people. I'm not even listening to the what who what they're saying. I'm scanning the party looking for Fred. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You could be in a conversation and someone's telling you something and you look over to your kitchen and you see your target going towards the charcuterie plate. There's no one else around and you're like, excuse me, I'll be right back. I have to go shoot somebody in the head. <laughs> Bro, <laughs> oh, it sounds like so much fun, doesn't it? You it does to, sound like you, fun, but it's like in a three, four hours party. Know, like I you know. said, the whole party's looking it's for the, their target. It's the purge. It's the purge, bro. You're right. You know, <laughs> you go up to Lottie, you know, who, who's next? She's like, I'm out. Who got you? Where were you? <laughs> so, yeah. But think of that one maybe when you have an all day Fourth of July bash or something. Oh, that's a good one. I, I like that game. It's not if it's if it's over a long period of time. I think it's. But you know what the problem here in Los Angeles is? Yeah. People come to a party, and then they leave. It, literally, they stay for a half hour and then they leave. So it's like, you know, we're going to another party, or you know, they don't make a night of it. So that's well, why we're seeing if we could implement a game, and people would stay longer. You know, this is this is another other than the fact that you guys are about to have a kid and uh, so many other reasons. This is another example why I wish sometimes Jack and I lived there because I, t- I think I told you that one time I put a game on for my whole family. I, I made a game for the whole family. I took days. I made this f- we went rounds and I had to interview them ahead of time. But like you guys put on such great parties. 
I could slap together a game, and the invitation would literally say, and regardless of whether I'm not there or not, let's just yeah. focus on you guys. You guys need to treat your parties like Willy Wonka and his factory. <laughs> there, is, there is a window when you can get in, and then there's a window when you can leave. And, and if you come after that window when you can get in, I, you'll, you'll look, bottom line, you'll probably get in, but it's incredibly rude to come after that. And to leave before that would be, you wouldn't want to because we're going to slap something on it that's going to make it entertaining. And you, you're going to capture them and keep them. But you, the L.A. parties, when Jackie and I came to your party, what kind of blew us away was you guys are throwing this amazing party and, and there was a lot of bopping in and bopping out like it yeah. was Mokehis on fucking Hempstead Turnpike. <laughs> we'll, we'll go there for a beer and then we'll go see what's going on at the fucking Flanagan's. What the fuck? You either come to a party, bring a little something, something, and stay. Yeah, I bopping agree. Bopping in, bopping out. What the? What is it? A shelter? <laughs> yeah, that's what, that, that's what I feel like I'm running over here. You have a party in L.A. People come by. They eat a few burgers. It's like it's like in and out. They come. They eat some burgers and they leave. Hi, uh, hey, ladies, doing this evening? What do you drive? Excuse me. What kind of a car do you drive? Uh, Cavalier. <laughs> it's, it's red. I have a red. It's a red Cavalier. <laughs> and 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 I should know. If I don't know you, I should know the person that brought you really well. Yeah. If the person that brought you, I barely know, and then they brought you. See, now we're getting into. Fucking open bar territory, you know. <laughs> so yeah. now I got to be worried about not only who the person's going to shoot, but what are they going to steal? Yeah, I listen. You know what I think? You and Lana should start doing. Dare I say this is just a suggestion? I think you guys, instead of throwing parties for like people of fifty uh, that are incredibly awesome parties, what about throwing a party? The six people that like they will literally never forget. That's another option, man, and that's it's a little bit more doable, I think, because those people will probably be very close to me, and they would probably stay um, for the duration of the of the evening. But what what are you talking off the top of your head? I, I, I'm I'm literally talking like everybody's sitting down. First of all, it's themed, so maybe we're going with like the people that are serving the food are wearing Moroccan with the wraps and the and and like you know the silk. Like I mean, literally, we go. I even if we don't go that crazy, I'm just basically saying like the food is unbelievable. The, okay, the, okay, that's it. But what is the food and outfit? Yeah, but I'm talking about you come to a party. Right. And here, Lana went to a party last year, and it was a Christmas party. And this guy had a lot of money. So he went in his backyard, 
he had a uh, he had fake snow and penguins walking around. Now, not that you need a penguin and not that that's going to make the party, but you walk into somebody's backyard and there's penguins walking around. I think, well, it's it's kind of like, but like something where it's out of the ordinary, but like, I don't know. I'm sorry, what, were what? you at that party or was just Lana? Just Lana. Did, is she around? No, no. Was that sad to her to see those penguins? I don't know. <laughs> That, I, I mean, I don't know how I how I feel like. I mean, and I'm not even that guy, you know. Literally, yeah. stuff. But like, that's I don't know, man. Like, was she? What did? What was her take on it? She told me, took a video and said, "Look at this. There's penguins in the thing, in the yard." And I said, "That's unbelievable." And uh, that was the end of that. That's unbelievable. But is that the route? I think the yeah, route you probably took a. I think it's in what service. is the route? That's that's service. Like what? I mean, like what? The, the, the food's gonna come out. It's an hors d'oeuvre. People eat the hors d'oeuvre. I mean, what? What? The 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 servers break into a choreographed dance. What is it? I don't know. I don't know. I, I yeah, right. I don't know. I'm, I'm I'm just. Is it like you snap and then the people bring the food out? No, that's ridiculous. It's absurd. It's it can only be so much. So like, what? Uh, what are you guys trying to get out of these big 50 people parties? We're not doing uh, this guy. We're not uh, doing this. All right, so let's downsize. Let's yes. let's contain it. Let's go 12. What, what, what about stuff that you can control? Like you and Lana have the ability to get like a movie that's not even in theaters yet, man. And you probably got some sort of a screening situation or a big great TV. For New Year's and, Eve? Watch a movie? Oh, 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 all right, New Year's Eve. Well, all right. By the way, this is the thing that I do miss about L.A. And one of Jackie's favorite movies is called The Anniversary Party. Did you ever see that? No. It's a party someone throws in L.A. It stars Gwyneth Paltrow and a few others, man. Uh, and the gist of that party, and what I feel like you guys should do, is an intimate party, and everybody has to bring some sort of performance piece to the party. And at some point, the show starts. It could be anything from a poem to juggling, to a story, whatever they want. But we all take turns and do something, man. Yeah, I, I, that's a cool idea. Right? No? Yeah, it depends how how much you know the people. But, I mean, like, if you know, if everybody's comfortable enough to do that. If you have 50 people, you can't do that. But if you have 15 people, you can. Yeah, I, I, I'm, I'm, the more we talk this out, I think it's 10 to 15 tops. When I was growing up, my family used to do a lot of cool things. Another one my aunt had was we all had to, we all got a name before the party, and then you had to pick a song that you were going to lip sync and do a performance piece. And during that performance piece, everyone was going to be able to guess who you had. You know, like it's like for example, if I had you right away, bro. I'd be clean shaven in a certain shirt, and the music would kick in. I'd turn around. Well, you can tell by the way I use my walkable wall. Bow! I got a thing here I want to talk about. Two part. Yeah. Did you get that video I sent you? I didn't expect you to open it, but no. Yeah, I got it, and uh, it's not me. It's Burt Kreischer. I, I know it's Burt Kreischer. 
<laughs> but you said, oh, did you send that to Bert? Yeah, I wanted to tell you about it. Oh, I thought you sent it to me. And you I thought s- it was me. <laughs> no, no, man, no. Uh, okay, go ahead. So, so set yeah. it up. So to, for the listeners, uh, being in this apartment complex here where I am in Oyster Bay, I, I came out the other night. At late at night, and I'm in front of my apartment, and as I've told you guys, I got these apartments roll right on top of each other, and the guy downstairs, it's a couple, and they had their apartment door open, so it's just the screen, and I don't know where she was, but he's on the couch, and I hear a familiar voice, and it's Bert Kreischer, and I look in, and the guy is watching Bert Kreischer's special on the TV, and he's on his couch laying down. I can only see his ankles sticking up, right? Because he's got him over his knee. And he's giggling. And I videotape it for about, I'm sticking my thing right into it, a little crack into his apartment. I'm videotaping for about 50 <laughs> seconds. And you can hear the guy giggling. And yeah. then I send it to Bert. And I'm like telling Bert, hey, bro, just caught my neighbor listening to you. And he texts back or whatever. Oh, my God, dude, I love you. This is so great. You know, and... uh I just wanted to bring it up to you because, bro, who wouldn't, who, what comic wouldn't love to see a video like that? Oh, it was great. I mean, the, the more disturbing part about that is you got the phone practically in this guy's foyer. Well, bro, it leads me into what I texted to you and then we never got around to talking about because the election. Do you remember the text I sent about two weeks ago? No, refresh. Two doors down from my apartment in my building, what happened? Oh, yeah! I forgot! I'm saying! The murder? The murder, man! All right, what happened? Over Halloween weekend! Two doors down! All right, all right, all right. Two doors down in the apartment building I live in. Here's the deal there's an old man. And he's like about, I don't know, 10 years older than his wife, but they're both old. And I've seen them at the pool in the summertime. One time specifically, I remember seeing him. And because he's got like this walker and he comes up and every word out of his mouth is yelling at his wife. And he doesn't go in the pool or anything. He just sits there, staring into space. And I had Sadie, Sadie, who's like... The Pope would kneel if she, if he saw Sadie. Yeah. And Sadie walks past. And the guy just kind of goes, Aah! And I'm like, Sadie, get over here. And I go, Jack, the guy's out of his mind. He doesn't even think Sadie's cute. That's fucking unbelievable. <laughs> okay. Cut to months, months later. Uh, I'm out in front of my apartment. And I see her, the wife, out in front of her apartment. I'm on my way to work one morning. And she's got painters out in front. And she's yelling at the painters. You can't just come in here and paint. I wasn't prepared yet. Bah, 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 bah. So they go, all right, you know, and I'm driving off thinking, oh, that typical of those people, blah, blah, blah. So the next day I fly home for Halloween weekend. I come back late Monday night and there's tape in front of it. <laughs> sorry, I'm sorry. <laughs> there's fucking yellow caution tape in front of her door. And I pull up to my apartment late at night and I literally go, Jesus, she really made her point with those fucking painters, man. <laughs> like I fucking thought that 
She, they paint this finally came, and, and she's like, tape it off, tape it off. Like, I didn't think about it. It was just like across the door. Yeah. And then I go to ShopRite across the street, literally across the street from where, where the complex. There's a ShopRite, and there's a guy, you know, a typical local reporter guy with a microphone, and like, by the way, what a job. He's just floating around the parking lot. And, like, as I get out of my car, I hear him saying to somebody, he's going, so do you feel safe around here? And the, and the person's like, oh, yeah, absolutely. I mean, still don't feel the same. And then the person walks away. And you, you, you ever look like you know if you want to be on TV with the news, you know you could make eye contact with this yo-yo? <laughs> you know, so, so, so I try not to, but he's doing that floating over to the Subaru to, like, he's looking for me. I go, what the fuck is this guy doing? So I go in. And I ignore him. Now I'm online, and the guy in front of me goes to the cash register lady. Um, I hear him going, yeah, it's just terrible. And the guy who's just got his bags and is walking out goes, yeah, you know, you just never know. Where did it happen? Right here, right over here in the blah, blah, blah apartments. And the, and the guy walks out, and I go, I'm sorry, I live in those apartments. What happened? And he goes, yeah, a, a guy stabbed, old man stabbed his wife to death. And then, and then, and then he tried to stab himself to death, but the cops broke in and stopped him before he could finish. And I go, "Whoa, wow, man!" He's like, "Well, I go, dude, I live right next to them." He's like, "Get out of here!" I'm like, "The fuck!" So I go home, and I Google it just to make sure, and I find the news clips, and I'm like, "Oh my God, it is the guy from the pool," you know? And I call Jackie and tell her, and I'm like, "Jack, our child daughter was walking past." A fucking killer. <laughs> yeah. So man. crazy, right, man? Apparently, he stabbed her to death because she was annoying him. Um, and then, <laughs> you think? <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, yeah. She just finished singing a sweet lullaby to him. <laughs> and then, and then it was one of those things where then he calls the cops on himself. But then when they show up, he won't let them in. So now they're trying to get in. So then he tries to kill himself and does a half-assed stab thing. <laughs> right? Right? And I bring that up because they had a little tape on when I came Monday. Then when I woke up Tuesday morning, they had more tape. And then the cops stopped me and asked me if I heard anything or whatever. And I was like, no, I wasn't in town. And they're like, fine, you know. But it's like, uh, um... What, what, what are we doing with the taxpayer money? The guy fucking called you, said what he did, stabbed himself, just wrapped this shit. It's done. Put him in a halfway house. That's it. It's fucking it's done. Investigation? Yeah. What? Well, investigation. We got there, and he had a dripping knife, and uh, she was dead, and he had a couple holes in his neck. <laughs> what the hell more do you need? Right. Right. Now, it, let's get beyond that. And I want to talk business with you, bro. Two things. The first one is, as you know, I've been trying to get out of this apartment. Yeah. And uh, sent the letter last month saying I'm leaving. Uh, didn't get much of a response whatsoever. All I got was next month's rent. Like, fell on deaf ears, right? <laughs> you know, mm. so a uh, little change of plans. Going to stick around anyway. But my question is... Regardless of the fact that it wasn't a, uh, like uh, it's a bad neighborhood and there was a break-in and it was just this dom domesticated thing with uh, old people, do you think the minute there's a murder in your building, that gives you a free pass 
to say I'm at I'm out I'm cutting I'm breaking the lease. It's I, I would have yeah. to think. Was this uh, fucking Yeah, as soon as as soon as a murder happens in the building, the law goes out the window when it comes to a contract. Hey, you could just say, listen, I mean. I, it's reminiscent of what happened 20 years ago uh, when my father got murdered. What I mean, you could always come back and say something where that, yeah, I can't live here anymore. I'm having flashbacks. Yeah, but I mean, can't, I mean, then you're opening up a situation where anywhere in America, some wacko stabs his wife in the kitchen. I mean, I literally heard some of the old timers in the clubhouse going, Oh, and then where was security? I'm like, where was security? What, anytime someone picks up a frying pan in their kitchen, security's supposed to bust open the door? I mean, it's a massively isolated incident. I don't nah, know I don't know. You know what? Based on what you told me about the way this guy behaved with Sadie, I, I think this falls under the uh, umbrella of, uh, you know, see something, say something at the airport. And uh, this guy should have been reported to the police right when he didn't say hello to Sadie, as far as I'm concerned. I think he could have prevented the whole damn thing. It's very interesting because in the news there were people interviewed right in my parking lot on the news saying he was mentally ill and he shouldn't have been living here anyway. So yeah. Think, wow. There you I'm go. Out. That's out. it. Out. You're out. You got I'm mentally out. ill. Uh, the guy should have been... Uh, uh, on a medication or taken somewhere, and now uh, now there's a murder, and the whole the whole neighborhood's moving. But now this leads me into the second part of the question, and this is very interesting. And let me lead it in by saying, do you believe in ghosts, bro? Uh, I haven't had an experience with ghosts, but I think there is some something to it. I mean, the comedy store is haunted, and every time I walk into that main room at night, and it's dark, it's a little creepy. I don't know how to take that, but I guess the question is this, okay? Uh, I've been looking to scale down, no need for all this place that I have, but hypothetically, hypothetically, let's say, because they know my situation, I'm like, I just don't need all this. What if they came to me and they said, we'll knock $1,200 off your monthly rent, here's the deal. The apartment where, you know, he murdered her, we changed the carpets, we repainted, New appliance. I mean, we stripped it. We stripped it down and re-put in carpets and everything else. We'll give it to you for twelve hundred discount a month. Would you take it? When can I get the keys? I, bro, I mean, I throw in the strip down for just you know to be civil, but quite frankly, just slap a coat of paint over and clean the carpet, steam it once, and I'm in for five hundred less. I'll be on. I mean, honestly, we. Especially considering the guy was like 81, she was 67, wacko, wacko. Did you? I mean, it's not like, hey, he was 23, she was 19. Oh, they ran away from fucking Vegas. Like, do you feel you'd lay in bed in any capacity and be worried about that? I don't know. Like you're saying, I don't think so. But there's still that element of something happened there prior and that might be looming. Maybe your first or second night when you go to bed and you hear a noise. Is that the old man coming back to get you? Yeah, okay, I'll give you that. Like, I'm with you. Like, I don't think no matter what I could lay there and something's going to, a ghost is going to come out and stab me or kill me. But I could see a scenario where in the middle of the night, I could see myself going, I know you're there, motherfucker. Let's work this out, because I'm here. I, like, like, you just do some crazy shit where you feel a presence. 
And then what do you do? That's crazy. I just don't think you move in. I mean, I... Well, who is gonna? And the person who does move in, do they know that someone was murdered? In I, I think they gotta disclose that. If the murder happened, I think they gotta, by law, say a murder happened in here. I, I think. I don't quote me on that, but... I'm okay, guessing. Well then, then, then we have our first guest when we go live on Sirius Satellite, and that is the person that rents oh, the club yeah. and two doors down. Absolutely, that's oh. <laughs> that's, <laughs> that's, that's, that, that's the person. So we understand that you know that the person was stabbed to death there, and the other person tried to stab themselves in a one bedroom. So you're obviously in the bedroom. Yeah. Um, we'd like to have you on the show because that's what's being asked too, bro. Are we uh, we're gonna keep. That's the other thing. We're keeping our show basically the way it is when we go live. We're just going to have some guests maybe from time to time. Absolutely. It's, it's, it's the same show you're listening to with a, maybe a caller here and there and a guest here and there. Nothing's really changing, just the, uh, just the environment. Um, that being said, I got to go to the uh, – I'm being a judge on the roast battle for Comedy Central tonight. Uh, so I got to go and uh, film that at the comedy store. So let me hop right. in the shower. Um, right. Do right. we got anything um, on the slate that you want to promote? I, the only things I want to promote is one is down the line, but I wrote the Christmas episode of Kevin Can Wait. Well, I'm sorry. I didn't write it. My name is on the script. Yeah. I, I wrote it with everybody on the team, but it is really funny we all collectively wrote a really cool script and we film it tomorrow and i'll let you know when that's going to air it's the christmas episode i think it's going to be really funny but thanksgiving weekend friday saturday i'll be at the stress factory in new brunswick new jersey that is the one come on out if you're in the area that's all i want to plug uh there you have it november 27th chicago theater it's a sunday two shows Get your tickets at SebastianLive.com and relax on the tweets. We ain't going anywhere. We're just moving to a different home. Good cast, good stuff. Stay away from people who murder each other in their apartments. I know. Good hanging, bro. Take care. The show has ended. If I got a target and I'm sitting there in a conversation, a group of people, I'm not even listening to the what who what they're saying. I'm scanning the party looking for Fred. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You could be in a conversation and someone's telling you something, and you look over to your kitchen and you see your target going towards the charcuterie plate. There's no one else around, and you're like. Excuse me, I'll be right back. I have to go shoot somebody in the head. <laughs>